Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about why you can't sleep. And obviously I'm not talking to you or to me, but rather general. And this week's episode is more an inspirational episode, an episode where we're going to walk through the forest together, have a look at the left-hand side and the right-hand side and figure out where to look, what to do to get back to superb deep resting sleep and to those high energy levels that you deserve to have, that you can have and that you probably had in the past. So this one is in particular for you if you do not have a clue where your sleeping problems are coming from and you just want to get a little bit of inspiration where to look. So let's start our walk through that sleep forest by getting clear about what we want to have a look at, what we want to uh, get clear about when it comes to our sleep. And fortunately, there are only three aspects that we really want to focus on. And these are our body, our nutrition and our mind. Essentially, it doesn't matter what we want to do for sleep. They're always kind of related to one of those three uh, sections. And we're going to walk through them step by step. So let's get started with the body. One thing that can really keep us from falling asleep, and I know that from personal experience, is if we've got pain. Um, I think that's kind of obvious. And if you are suffering from pain, there are certain things that you can do. Taking painkillers is one, but also meditations, uh, accepting pain, and uh, a couple of other things too, like pain therapy. So that's one thing. But as said, I believe and assume if you are having sleep problems because of pain, you're not confused about it. You know that it's the cause and you're going to be working on that. The next thing that is not that obvious is light. I know it is a widespread topic and I know I covered the light um, in at least one podcast and probably it's part of 10 podcasts and it's the next time it's going to show up is right now right here because light is essential. We've got little receptors in our eyes that pick up on light. In particular, it's blue light. And they give this information to our brains, to the SCN in our brain, which is the main inner clock. And this is responsible for so many processes. And typically what you will find if you Google this is that you get a lot of information about reducing blue light in the uh, evening, nighttime, uh, even wearing fancy kind of blue light blocker glasses and all sorts of stuff. And you can get really crazy about this, reducing, you know, blue light, not using electrical screens and so on and things that are perfectly good. And I recommend to avoid using electrical screens uh, at nighttime too, but mainly because of other reasons than you might think. It's not because of the light, actually. What is much more powerful is to get your body into sunlight at daytime. If you get enough sunlight in the morning over the course of the day, your body will not be that sensitive to blue light in the evening. So that's a thing you definitely want to test. Don't push it away and say this is kind of hokey stuff. If you didn't test that yet, you've got sleep problems, you don't know where it's coming from. Definitely go uh, chase the light. 
That's a, a very good advice. So next thing that you can do when it comes to your body is to find uh, a bed, a mattress, uh, a, a sleep, sleepwear, a pajama or not wearing a pajama, whatever uh, that is comfortable for you. See that you get the right temperature. Sleep is related to body temperature too. We typically want our body temperature to drop a little bit before we fall asleep. And there are things that you can do. You can use something like, a, it's called a chili pad. If you're too hot, it will cool you down. You can also do something like having a hot bath before you go to bed. Now, how does that relate to a cool body that we want to have before we fall asleep? Um, it's just how our bodies react to a hot bath. Kind of first our temperature goes up and after the hot bath it will drop and that's what we want to have. So temperature is a thing that can be really helpful to fall asleep. You want to like comfortable, all these little things that you can do and want to check and maybe just ask yourself if this is something that is keeping you from falling asleep because quite frequently we don't really notice this. You might have recognized that you're a little bit, it's a little bit warm when you're lying in bed, but not to a degree that you would think that it is keeping you from falling asleep. And testing these, these things uh, can just be game changing. The second thing that we want to have a look at when it comes to our sleep is our nutrition. There are 47 essential substances that our bodies need to function properly. And the thing that you want to do is just to reflect how your diet looks like at the moment. Are you eating a lot of processed foods? Are you eating junk food? Are you eating too heavy meals too late? These are all things that you can kind of get aware of and change. And if you're insecure, if you have these 47 substances in your body to a level that they will let you sleep properly, then go to a doctor. Ask them to make a, 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 take your blood and analyze it. And on that foundation, your doctor will have a very clear picture of what's going on and recommend things like changing your diet or even supplementing your body for a certain period of time. The last part that we want to have a look at here is our mind. And our mind can really come and get in between when it comes to us and our sleep. So the first thing that you want to become aware of is if you go to bed with intention to sleep. So obviously we all go to bed to sleep. But if you go to bed with the intention to sleep rather than to rest, so like that self-talk is going on, like you, I'm going to bed, I want, I need to sleep now. And um, maybe behind that thought is another little thought like, okay, what if I'm not able to fall asleep? I had that once before and so on. That's just going to build up pressure. So be very aware of what's going on when you go to bed. And if you notice that you go to bed with intention to sleep, rather go to bed with intention to rest. That's our goal here. If you take conscious control over what you can control and resting is a thing that you can control, you can go into your bed, you can make it comfortable, you can close your eyes, you can, you know, tell yourself that this is your time to rest. 
And if you do so, sleep will take care of itself. If not, if you just try to mess around with an unconscious process that can honestly backfire on your sleep, uh, build up pressure, and pressure is exactly the opposite of what we want to experience when we're going to bed. So that's one thing. Another thing is stress, obviously. If high demands are stressing us out and we might not even notice how stressed we are. So typically, a thing that you might want to do is to become aware if you are stressed because stress builds up cortisol levels, stress levels, and stress levels are not good for our sleep, um, obviously. So become aware if you are stressed. And if you are so, there are ways to get out of that. It starts with simple breathing. As soon as you are aware, you can just take a deep breath or two or three. Like you can do that even in a meeting. There are other powerful breathing techniques that you can use that take a couple of minutes, but that can really de-stress your bodies and your minds. You can also practice meditation. Meditation can really wind us down and it also has a lasting effect. So if you get to meditate on a regular basis, this will have a positive impact on your overall stress resilience. Stress is something that you should really observe over the course of the day and do something as soon as it arises. Another thing that can keep us from falling asleep are negative emotions like worries or anger. And these can show up in a high, high intensity when we go to bed, right? Now we close our eyes, all the outside sensations are gone, and these things, these thoughts, these emotions just come up and can overwhelm us. But there are also things that we can do against that. And a very um, straightforward approach is to reframe situations. So if, if you're worried, you should really ask yourself if this is helpful. Will this help the person, the situation that you're worried about if you're worried? Um, and is there an, an other angle, another viewpoint that you could take to have a look at that situation that's going through your mind? Uh, that's one thing. And the other thing is to meditate. And there are very good forgiveness meditations and also very good meditations, guided meditations against worries uh, and also anger. So that's the thing. The, the last thing that I want to cover here uh, even though there are probably a lot more when it comes to our mind, is a racing mind, like <clears throat> a mind full of ideas. You go to bed, you close your eyes, and then all these things show up that you have to do tomorrow, the day after. You're not, uh, you don't want to forget or you're afraid to forget. Uh, the best thing here is to actually just take a journal and write them down. If this is you, just have that little notepad beside your bed with a pen and best start to dump your brain into that, that notepad before you lie down and close your eyes. And if something shows up and you know that it's going to bug you at some point, just write it down. And that way, you know that you can't forget it. And the next morning, you just take your notepad and um, schedule everything into your calendar or take actions that are required. And uh, the, the main point here is that you know that it's not going to be lost if you close your eyes and fall asleep. So very 
powerful things, things that you should really take care of. Have a look at everything. I hope this got you inspired to look at your body, nutrition, mind. Um, I covered a couple of very common things. There are also things that you might figure out just thinking about these categories and relating them to your personal situations that I didn't mention. And that's exactly what this is all about, right? And just to give you a little bit of context around what we did here today, essentially we walked through step four, five, and six, the body, nutrition, and mind of my proven nine-step system that I use to guide people from often low energy levels, bad sleep, back to those high energy levels on the foundation of a deep resting and high quality sleep. And the middle block, steps four, five, and six, is all around practice. So this is where we practice things that actually help us to improve our situation. And um, what we did here today is just to get inspired that there are these three aspects of our life that relate to sleep and that we want to have a look at to figure out which one relates to us most. And then we're going to start to practice things that improve our sleep quality where we know that our pain points, our personal pain points are. But as always, it's up to you. You can say that things are as they are or that you just want to implement random sleep tips or you just take this inspiration with you. Think about it. Think about the categories, the body, nutrition, mind. Think about everything that you heard today. Maybe see if other things in these categories relate to your personal situation and figure out what you should be doing right now that will effectively help you to return back to superb, deep, resting sleep and high energy levels. And that's what I wish for you. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. If we don't have a clue what is causing our sleeping problems at the moment, it's a fantastic idea to think about the categories body, nutrition and mind. Identifying the category that relates most to your sleep problems at the moment is the first step to figure out what the real cause is and to take effective action to improve your current sleep situation. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week when we are going to talk about the habits of superb sleepers. Until then, have superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.